0: Beast OCR proudly presents Beastnet Podcast, sponsored in part by GHunders Performance Base Layers and supported by the OCR community. Here we discuss all things OCR related. Welcome to Beastnet. You're good
1: then. Maybe
2: do it. Yeah, a okay. Is it working? Hello. It's
0: picking up something. Yeah. I think it's picking up the wind too, so that might be interesting. So.
2: All right, so I'm just gonna announce this. We're gonna go. All uh, right, everyone. This is Mike with Beachhead Podcast with Serena. We're in Hawaii. Um, we need to race this weekend because of uh, Hurricane Lane. Stupidly. Stupid Lane. Stupid Lane. Stupid Lane. But we decided we're gonna have a hurricane podcast. Um, <laughs> there really isn't no hurricane anymore. It's been downgraded to a tropical storm, and like one tropical storm, which is pretty much like.
0: Or <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a typical October yeah,
2: day. Yeah, typical October <laughs> day, so. there's really nothing going on. Also just saying drinking most today, so
0: day drinking is the best though, right? When you're not racing, this is what you do. Yeah, so, yeah we're not racing, so we might as <laughs> well have some
2: fun. Um <laughs> So one thing I really wanna what got you into the OCR? Oh
0: gosh. Okay. So you want the whole story? Or the, sure, let's go with it. Okay, so originally it was Chris and her brother who, well, it was her brother who really just kind of said, hey, there's this mud race thing going on in McCleary and you live in Olympia, so let's, do it. It. let's go do it. It's on Groupon for like 15 bucks. so we're like, alright, no problem. And um, so we went and we did this mud race. Uh, it was a rugged maniac. And then from there it just kind of like sparked my interest. I'm a city girl, so I just don't really, I wasn't fond of the mud. I don't like to be oh, dirty. you
1: a fashion
0: girl. <laughs> you like little hair.
1: No, there, good,
0: never. <laughs> Yes, doing my best, share impersonation with my hair. Um, so, it, yeah, it just kind of started from there. Um, I think it was a month later we did went to the bubble run that we had already planned, and we came off of the course and I saw a tent that was a Spartan tents, and it was probably Street Team who was standing out there with the tent, and I went up to him like, Hey, what are you? And they said we're part of Spartan and here you go, there's a code to get a twenty percent off a race. Yeah, something like that. You're looking at me. <laughs> I am because if
2: I'm doing
0: my math correct,
2: I'm pretty sure I was at that level right. And it was probably to mere
0: a... It was I would have recognized you first off. I don't think Or it, was... it
2: would have been what's it Grayson? Mm-hmm.
0: It was a young Are man. You? It was a young man, I didn't get the name. But I got the little What well, was r- a young man once? Well, you, know, you know. We're about the same age, so you weren't that young. <laughs>
2: this
0: this was only what, four years ago, maybe. And it might have been no I, no, I might have been meeting. It have been three years. No, he was much younger than you, I'm sorry. I wouldn't
2: I would have been street team until after that. So yeah, I could have okay,
0: uh, okay. Okay. I, I don't know who it was. I didn't get the name the or anything like that. I didn't take his CV because. Why why not? I you know, wasn't interviewing people at the time. Whatever. So, anyway, right. So, yeah, I got this, this coupon and I started doing some research about Spartan because that was the only thing that I yeah. had heard about. And um, that just kind of started it. I got hooked in with the Beast team during the founder year. Yeah. And. Uh, Contacted
2: Drew and he told me what to do, and the rest is
0: history, so to speak. Yeah, it
2: seems like a lot of us got it on that foundering year. I mean, it's one
1: of
2: those things I (laughs) said, not (laughs) foundering,
0: foundering. But a
2: lot of us got it on that year. I was, a lot of people don't realize either that I wasn't one of the original, like, you know, OG OG, The OG OGs. I'm an OG, but not one of the OG OGs. Like Drew and Brandon and some of those guys that mm-hmm.
0: like they were original those original twelve. Or so. Was it twelve? I think it was twelve.
2: I, some, I something like that. Story. But there was there was a few it's in one of the episodes if you listen to it. I uh,
1: you. No. She doesn't listen to the episodes. <laughs>
2: but the original, you know, what I had 12 or so that met that first night and really made the piece. Right. I, I mean, until later, there's probably about 40 or 50 members when I started. So, I mean, I'm an OG, but I'm not one of the original OGs. Right. So, and I mean, you're probably right about the same time.
1: I
0: think so, because we've talked about that before. And, and I think I came in somewhere around between, because I think that was in June when I got the Spartan ticket and the golden ticket and then it was during that research period because that's what I do I don't just jump into the deep end (laughs) yeah Chris does too but so I uh, yeah it was after doing all the research and stuff I think it was during that between June and August it was during that time because it was fairly quick and I immediately was like I want to do this and went forward so, so it might not, have
2: been me, because you're not going back four years, you're only going back three.
0: Um, so let me think this through. So last year was the first race I actually ran. Because yes. the year before that, we won't say names, but <laughs> <laughs> my, my knee got broke. <laughs> it's a whole other story there. That's a whole other story now. We we'll won't say Adam's name or anything. No. But we will keep Adam out of it. Yeah,
2: we'll keep Adam out of, yeah, we'll out of it. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> and it was it was the, the summer before that, so yeah, so it was about three and a half years ago, it's crazy well, that of
2: life. I guess, I guess it would have been about three and a half, because I started, my first race was the, the Montana Bees in 70s. 2015,
0: Yeah,
2: and that was three and a half years ago, Yeah, and that would have been, so I might have been at that bubble run, because that's when I started, I started the streets a little bit
1: after Montana Bees, okay. you know, after I'd done uh you know, been with the beast. I got with the beast about a week or so before the beast, mm-hmm. and then I really started
2: doing something with the beast after that, right? Um, because I ran into Drew, and driven. actually, I was just showing Serena. screen, I found the picture, the finisher's picture of me, Drew, and
1: Jason, yeah, which is
2: amazing. And yeah, so you're so young, and my hair is short,
0: <laughs> and yes, you have my hair
2: is short. So, when I started the Spartan Adventure, I had short hair people. This is what Spartan does to me. It made me go crazy, grow long hair, and get fat.
0: <laughs> and drink like a fish. That was, that was, that was long Spartan.
2: That was long before that. We were drinking like presents <laughs> before that. Oh.
0: Oh, uh, Amber's gonna come join us. Like I said, this
2: is gonna be this, We've been drinking all day, so this is a fun episode.
0: Good night, Good
2: night.
0: <laughs> Love you. Good night. Good night. night. Oh,
2: good night. too. <laughs> say good night to everyone. So.
0: She went to bed early. You were going to bed early.
2: She does, don't it's though, Yeah.
0: 10 30. It's 10.30 Oh, It's 1 30. She... Okay.
2: That's at home.
0: We're not home. We're if in Hawaii. We still, we still have since hey. 6. Yeah, I got up at 6.30 Alcohol's um, driving me at
2: this point. Yeah, they're going to mess so up. We can talk about this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Good night. night. Sorry. Well, that's okay. So, like I said, you started with the the research after the bubble run and all that. Yes. And you found the piece. Um, So, what was the next? You you went to what? As far as workout? I went
0: to an SGS workout and Actually, and I think that's where
2: I met you the first time.
0: I think so. Because what happened is Tamar Lee. I was working mm-hmm. with her, or talking to her, not working with her, talking with her more than anyone else, yeah, um, I and then, yeah, I, and I really appreciate it. She was the fir- very first beast that I had ever met. Yeah. And that's, yeah, I met her online, and it's like, okay, and then she's at the SJX workout, and then I met Drew, and I introduced myself. and. If, if anybody who knows me knows that I don't go outside my comfort zone. And she doesn't. <laughs> and it's fun people. to make her, though. It's all
2: crazy. It's weird.
0: I get weird. I get weird. It's fun. <laughs> so, if I, so for me to introduce myself to somebody that I've been talking to or that I look up to is exceptionally hard. You can ask Christina Lynn about that one. But uh, yeah, she. so I met Tamara at the workout, and then I met Drew, and then they are like, hey, let's get a big beast group picture. I'm like, all right. <laughs> and I didn't know anything. I didn't know many people. I, at that point, had met two, and then I think afterwards everyone was kind of mingling,
2: and then yeah. I met
0: other people, and she being one of them. Yeah.
2: yeah. And I think I had short hair then, Well, yeah. Was, I have always but had the pretty hair. <laughs>
0: But um, you've always
2: been pretty Mike. I <laughs> have. Yes, yes. And then so you met everybody.
0: Met people, yeah.
2: And then you had the the, the knee incident with Adam So let, let's hear a little bit about that. Because we love you, Adam. <laughs> and we don't want everyone to think that you just like walk out there Nancy
0: carrying. About my athletic it ability was, yeah. and my prowess on that course. <laughs> so so let's I you know it's a
2: tough subject because of the knee, but let's yeah, hear a little no, bit about that. Like I said, we don't really think we'd make you know <laughs> you nothing know, really security to do or
1: something,
0: but, so, <laughs> so basically what happened is over the course of getting and being involved with the base, yeah. I hadn't re a Spartan because again, research. Um What's I that? I know, right?
2: I don't <laughs> research I ended
0: up doing a pounder's beast to start. <laughs> see that's what I was trying to prevent. But, but I was working out, I was getting in shape and I wanted to be prepared to be able to do some of these things because I didn't know what to expect yeah. at that point. So <coughs> um, excuse me. So at that point I had um, this beast were doing some of their workouts yeah. and they had come down to Tacoma. And Adam and Elise were the two people who were or who had organized this or were or at least coordinating the,
2: go, the go great.
0: oh absolutely. Yeah. Um, and and basically I brought my son inside, hey, because he was gonna do the first race with me. Um, we we basically got out there and uh, said, hey, can you do this with me? And we were about maybe an hour in and I real first off, the first thing we started with was, Hey, let's take a lap around the park and I'm like, Oh my gosh, my lungs are gonna explode. I'm not gonna be able to keep up with these people. But the way they could they did the workout allowed me to kind of get acclimated and realize that okay, this isn't just for the the athletic elite and And that's
2: what's great about the the beast they try and make it so that it's catered to everybody. So you don't have to be, you know, Or Lorenzo
0: Lorenzo
2: to to do these, you you can be you know me, Um, me. and that's exactly, and that's why these are great because you know they really cater to everybody.
0: And that's what they did. I mean, they they they, we started off strong, and it's like okay, well I'll just do the best I can. Maybe they recognize my lack of ability and they slow things down. I will never know, (laughs) but. um, but yeah, we were going along and we were running a drill, and I had my brand new O.C.R. shoes on because you know I'm like, you have I'm to. break these in, you know, might as well. And so I I failed to realize that in gravel these grippy shoes really do truly grip. And I went to turn, and my knee, my foot stayed placed, my knee buckled, oh, and yeah. and was that final straw. Now, mind you, before that I had already torn my A.C.L. I didn't have an A.C.L. My M.C.L. was already hanging out
2: by the street. So, Adam, you really didn't break it. That was But it's a lot of fun
0: to say that you did. I think Adam beats
2: himself up over that. He does. and
1: I know he does.
0: That's why I like to put a prayer. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, so I sat down and I was like, okay, this has happened before. My knee popped out. No big deal. Give me a couple seconds. I sat on the side, think the can run in the drill, and then I went to stand up. And that's when I realized something else was going on because I couldn't put any weight on it at that point. Um, Elise being the absolute sweetheart that she is. Right. And at this point, I had never met her prior to today or to that day. And uh, we, she helped me hobble <laughs> about a half mile to my car. My son grabbed the, our stuff that we had. Um, I did. I failed to grab my sweatshirt that Elise held on to for I think eight months <laughs> afterwards. Um, and we. She helped me hop help to the car. My son drove me home. She said. She told me. Gave me some instructions. And so I tried that. It was. I still wasn't able to walk on it. By the next day, I we went to the doctor. Sure enough, I did some damage. Yeah, and Elise is. At least it's special. She's I love so us. adorable. I love her.
2: When I had, I mean, most of you know you've heard the story. I mean, my foot and that whole issue, and being in Hawaii really reminds me of you know that year, and uh, I did have that Saturday. Right. And I really did not want to run on Sunday. Right. I'm like I'm done. I'm like screw this. I came here for three races. I didn't have. I'm not getting my three races. I'm done. I just want to go home. No, I don't want to do
0: this. You hit that mental wall. I hit
2: that mental wall yeah. and Brandon Jen was like, Well if you're not racing, I'm not racing. I'm <laughs> like, Well now you're gay yeah, yeah. because I'm not gonna make it so you can't race, so fine I'll be there. And I went and Elise was and it cracks me up, if you ever hear jokes made about me falling Elise's ass, this is where it comes from, is when we went to go do it, everyone's like, Okay, Elise, you're running front, not Mike, fall that ass.
0: <laughs> well, everybody needs motivation, right? right?
2: So that was my motivation. So, if you ever hear the phrase where someone tells me to follow Elisa's ass, that's why. It started in Hawaii, and that was my motivation to keep moving with my broken foot. Um, so, in that
0: instance, Hawaii, what happened in Hawaii you didn't stay in Hawaii? No, it didn't.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, those <laughs> things never work. I bought so one of my nieces a shirt that says I am what happened in Hawaii. <laughs> I am not one of the yeah. <laughs> um. So that's where the whole phrase comes from. If you ever hear, hear us say that, that's what it was. Um, but they, She really motivated me, her Brandon Ball, mm-hmm. to continue when I was done. I was like, I don't want to do this. I'm broken. I'm done mentally. I just can't do this anymore. I don't want to do it. Yeah and they're like yeah that's when you need to get up and do it. Yeah. And remembered you all right we're back we had a small small issue with the 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 computer just so everyone knows we're recording a little differently because hurricane lane not only ruined my hawaii weekend uh spartan weekend even though we're having a blast um it broke one of my phones the phone that i used to record so we're trying this a different way on the computer
0: we're gonna blame lane on
2: everything we're gonna blame lane for everything today so just so you know yeah. So like we were talking about, like the year I had the broken foot with with Elise, Elise and Brandon did a great job of motivating me and getting me through that race. Um, you know, like I said, they, they kept telling me to follow Elise's ass, which, you know, I mean, not to sound bad, she does have a nice ass. Um, <laughs> love you, Elise. Love you, Jeff. Jeff, you have a nice ass too, so don't worry. I, I like your ass too. Um, equal opportunity. Equal opportunity. Yeah. Um, But that whole race, it was one of those things. I was so defeated after being after DNFing. I have never in my life DNFed a race. I've always finished every race I've started. You know, my my goal's never been to be first. It's just been to to finish. Right. Um, and the DNF that broke my heart. It, It destroyed me.
0: Well, it would. I mean, that's probably every every athlete's biggest fear yeah. is to get out there and for one reason or another to DNF. Usually it's because of injury.
1: Yeah. And,
0: you know, especially if you're more than halfway through something like a beast, you know. You well, so, well, why not? When? But then-
2: and that was the hard part is, I mean, what really killed us was it, it was our, our, our caring. Because me and Stevie, I couldn't move very fast anyway because I had a boot. Right. But at the same time, we stopped and helped multiple people. Right. Um, we did have uh, one thing that angered me, and, and I, it took me a while to get over this, was there was a guy that was with us from Australia
1: mm-hmm.
2: that had been with us for most of the race and helped us. We'd helped him. He'd helped some other people. When it came down to that point and Norm's yelling at us, you have a minute left to get across that or you're done. Right. And we're like, dude, I need you to come back and help me. I can't get tracked with my boot and I keep slipping and falling down this hill trying to carry this log. And he's like, I got to go. I'm sorry. And wow. he left. Wow. And he left us. And if he would have come back, we probably would have made that cut. It would have been a brutal race afterwards trying to keep up even after that. But at least we would have had that shot. Right. And it really bothered me that I'd helped this guy through so much, even with a broken foot. And he was just like, yeah, I'm sorry, I can't help you, I'm out. Right. Um, I did hear rumors that he was in somebody else's like class later, like a year later, and they realized who he was and they kicked him out. But because of that, they're like, you're not a real Spartan, get out.
0: So it was that? Do you know if that was
2: his first race, or I don't that... think it was his first race. But oh, okay. a lot of the ones in, in here in Hawaii, Australians are usually the ones that get the biggest team. Okay. Because it sounds really bad, but from what most of them have told me, is it's cheaper for them to come here to Hawaii and race than it is to pay for it and race back home.
0: Interesting.
2: Because it costs so much. Because so, everything's so expensive in Australia. Wow, I had no idea. So and at least that's what they've told me. I don't. I've done. I haven't done research. That's just what I've been told. But uh, it was really cool because yeah, they won. You know, biggest team in the last couple of years. And I know the year I had the broken foot. I remember uh, I finished a race carrying, helping carrying one of the Australians across the finish line.
0: Right.
2: Because she got hurt jumping over the the, the fire. She twisted her ankle. Oh
0: man.
2: Um, and I love Hawaii. I love this place. Well, I
0: think that's also telling you also, because you you are that person in almost every single race.
2: Yeah. I can be. <laughs> yeah. I, I I do seem to be that guy that helps people. I mean, that was Washugal, I helped Tony. I mean I don't know if you guys have seen the pictures. If you look at pictures of me and in, in Washugal, the big dude with me, Tony, who is like a foot and a half taller than me and has to weigh like three fifty and the guy pushed his way. I was so proud of this guy yeah. to get through the race and keep going. Um, but yeah
0: part of that though. I mean that yeah. pride needs to come to back to you as well because again and I this is why I say that is because the very first these that I raised was with you and Stevie. And there were other people there yeah. also but it was, I think, the conversation and the know how that you had, and I was uh, mentally, I was terrified because in the super that I had done just prior to that, yeah. in Seattle, it nearly broke me. I was at mile three on that super, and I was done. Mentally, I checked out, and it was me and Chris running it together. It's the only race that we run together. I strike that because we actually did the beast together.
2: You were with us. Chris was there on the beast. Chris
0: was there on the beast. Um, but that was the first race we had run together of a mud race. I mean, we yeah. had done 5Ks, and we, we did a roadie run, and we've done street races yeah. together. But this was the first mud race that we had run together of any distance. And the in the super, I at mile three, like I said, I was done. I was checked out mentally. I was ready to call it quits. I said, this is stupid. What am I doing? I'm not doing this anymore. And it was Chris's perseverance in pushing me. Basically, get. But she knows my buttons. <laughs> she, she knows my buttons. She so basically, you know, she was able to push the right buttons to get me across, and because I'm such a stubborn person, we finished together, and it was incredible. And but I knew mentally, on that beast, I was really afraid of hitting that wall again, knowing that this was going to be twice as long yeah. potentially as the super, and I was afraid of hitting that wall again. Um, and so. You know, I asked to race with you. Oh, yeah, and which is no problem. Yeah, and, and, and because I your your reputation of, you know, nobody's left behind. No, no big left. And yet. so when I talked to you, you are like, sure, no problem. And I think it was actually a really good match because I, my knee was still not 100% healed. I mean, it's it's never going to be the same as yeah. it was pre-injury. But, um, you know, trucking along with you and the conversation and, getting to know Stevie at that point because I had only known her on a super very superficial level yeah knowing you on a more intimate level as well um, and and then being able to come to Hawaii fast forward now coming into Hawaii and to be able to try to race our race yeah because it's always been other people and this was the first time that you and I had a conversation about that
2: That it was going to be our race yeah because and-
0: race yeah
2: that was one thing is like the, the the beast that we did together was me you know me you chris and stevie and lisa ann, lisa ann, ann daughter, d. and d dd and chris had issues Yeah.
0: chris had issues, yeah, she
2: chris had issues and she hit that wall and it, it was tough because i can remember at one point like sitting with chris and i pulled the brandon card and i basically <laughs> sat down and i'm like cool you want to quit i'm quitting with you when you quit i quit <laughs>
0: She She's so competitive.
2: And Chris is like, well, I can't make you quit. I'm like, well, then I guess you better not quit. Let's go. And it, it was such a blast. I mean, doing that with Chris and seeing how happy she was afterwards. Yeah. And, I mean, she hit a wall. Yeah. And she really did. And we all have that point, you know. I've had that point, you know, and I've talked about it many times on the podcast of the first, you know, beast that I did. If I hadn't ran into Drew and Jason that – I probably would have quit because I hit that wall and I'm like, I'm done. This is stupid. I don't even know what the fuck I'm <laughs> out of here. And we all hit that wall.
0: I think so. I think and so.
2: you know, I mean, it was really helpful because I mean, you know, you fast forward. I mean, from that beast, we also did Montana together. Right. With Justin. With Justin and Justin. And we started
0: off with Jody. Yep.
2: We started off with Jody and I know how hard it was for Jody to to stop. Yes. Watching,
0: and, okay. So, can I stop yeah. for a Because watching her make the decision for herself that she had to stop, which she did, broke my heart. I, I had tears once we left her. Yeah. I had tears because I wanted her to finish with us, but I also knew that she needed to do her race too. Yeah. And so I felt like I kind of let her down a little bit. But after talking with you, talking with her and realizing this is what she had to do for herself. And then going another mile into that race and realizing if she was struggling where we were, that would have been oh, worse. Bad. It would have been worse because we weren't even near an obstacle at that point where she
2: could have checked out. Yeah, and that was it. I mean, it was it's tough and it was hard for me because it was really up to, besides the DNF in Montana, I never started a race with someone where we didn't all finish. Right. Um, and then I had the DNF in, in you know, Hawaii with me and Stevie DNF'd with like 30 seconds.
0: Right.
2: And like I said, even if we made it through, there's a lot of people that said there's no way you would have been able to make the rest of it. It would take you that long. And I'm like, I know that, but I would have liked to at least give them the option to try. Absolutely. Um, and then when I did the uh, the marathon in November, you know, I, I started with Emily and I started with Dawn and I finished along right. and that was the first race where really I'd had somebody who just didn't finish with it. They just, you know, I had left them behind and it bothered me a lot, but it was kind of one of those things that, you know, talking to both of them afterwards, really that marathon was more about me than anybody. Right. Um, they were only there, not because they wanted to do a marathon, but because they wanted to make sure I did,
0: okay. Because
2: that was my goal. Nice. And
0: so it's, it it was their we then yes. the favor that you did. So all these times.
2: you know they showed up with me and said, okay, I'm going to help you get there. And Emily went as far as she could. I mean, Emily had she was sick.
1: Yeah. She showed exactly. up. She was
2: already sick before she got there. Yeah. In all reality, probably shouldn't even been on the course, but she showed up anyway for me.
0: Because she's. Formidable athlete. Yes. I mean, she's look at how far she's come. And I, oh, yeah. Emily is very much an inspiration to oh, me. Oh,
2: she's a huge inspiration to me. I mean, I saw her in Montana in 2016 when it took us 13 and a half hours, and she was just giggling and shuffling her feet and throwing right. stuff at Hammond. So, <laughs> um, and telling him she hated him.
0: <laughs> we all hate Hammond in Montana.
2: Yes. So, but she actually had the opportunity to throw dirt at him and tell him oh, that she hated him. Oh see,
0: that would have been perfect. So um we saw him too early. Yeah.
2: So um so you know, Emily did what she could and then she, you know, and then my friend Don, who um, anybody who hasn't met Don, he's done a couple he's done episodes with me on on podcast and he's been to a few races with me. He's me and Don met in preschool.
0: Oh, wow. You've known him a while
2: then. So we've known each other a long time. We've been through a lot together. I was there the first time a girl put her her teeth on his junk, but it was in preschool (laughs) and it was during freeze tag. So it's not what you all think in your (laughs) purse. What kind of freeze tag? Yeah. You had to, don't you remember freeze tag when you had to like to unfreeze them? You had to crawl between their legs? I never
0: played freeze oh, okay. tag that way. Well, that's the way we played as, as a kid. Just touched
2: like, you touched them, and then they were frozen. The only way they could be unfrozen is someone who wasn't tagged had to crawl between their legs to unfreeze them. Oh, my well, God. she was crawling between his legs. She turned her head and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looking at her, yeah. She <laughs> thought it
0: was different. Apparently, <laughs> <you> she <laughs> thought
2: you had to bite him. So
0: Sorry, Don. I outed oh, you there. John, but, I'm so sorry. Yeah.
2: But so, I mean, we've known each other a long time. And I mean, he went as far as he could. And then he just hit that point where, you know, he hits a wall and he's like, I'm done. I can't do this. Right. And, but I think he knew I was far enough along that my mental issues were going to push me to finish. Right. That, you know, I'm at 22 miles. There's only four miles left. There's no way I'm stopping now. Wow. I'm just going to do this. And they got me to where I needed to be. You know, so it was really, you know, I never, until Jody happened in Montana, I would never really had someone that was really there to finish, not finish. Right. You know, Um, and it was tough.
1: Yeah.
2: And and when she turned and looked at me, I've done enough races with Jody. And it's one of those things I forget how many I've done. Right. Until she pointed out, she's like, I was with you in Washougal in 2015. And I'm like, no, you (laughs) weren't
0: you weren't and, born yet <laughs> and i go back
2: and i look at the pictures and i'm like well, holy, she was with me in 2050 yeah. there's us carrying logs right next to each other you know and so we we've done some races together <laughs> and i know jody and when jody turned and looked at me and i saw the look on her face and i'm like no right and she just kind of she's like yes and i'm like okay yeah. you know and i know jody well enough that it took a lot to make that decision Right. And it does. It takes a lot to make that decision to say, you know, I'm done. Yeah. I can't do this. And it took a lot for her to do that. Right. And I, I didn't like it, at all. But, you know, I. It,
0: it was her decision. It was her decision. It was her. She had. It was her decision to make. And I, I took I guess solace in the fact that. Because you two, I knew you two had run so many races together, and you've known her longer than I had, this really, I think, was the first time I got to run with Jody. Um, every other time, you know, I've always been the back of the pack, you know? Yeah. My, my goal every race, no matter if it's a street race or a Spartan or some other OCR, is to finish without injury, yep. and, and I, I, got, I think I got that one mostly from Mallory, um, to not finish last, in my age group, at least. So <laughs> I always have Chris. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to
2: finish <laughs> two seconds alphabet,
0: ahead of you. We, the alphabet, we cross the finish line together, but because of the alphabet,
2: because of the alphabet, you win. <laughs> nice. Nice. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Chris. And then, um, and and to just finish. I mean, really. Yeah. If, and I look at it as if I don't finish, it's because I got an injury that stopped me from yeah.
2: finishing. And, and see, for me, it's one of those that, I can't say don't finish last because I have. Right. I have been that last racer. I have been that, you know, slowest person. And that bothers me. I've gotten to a point in my life where I understand I'm. I'm never going to be like a Lorenzo and be number one in my age group unless I live to be like 60 and I outlive all you all you bastards but
0: (laughs) I think their age group is low yeah I just gotta go I just gotta like
2: live long enough till I (laughs) I outlive everybody but that's
0: my goal (laughs) although the women in the 60
2: age group are phenomenal they're they're phenomenal
0: yeah yeah
2: Um, my goal really is I just want to be healthy right I want to finish a race injury-free um, amazingly, I've done Hawaii completely injury-free. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that's because like they canceled them all.
1: That's right. But,
2: and it's like Washougal. I did Washougal completely injury-free. I raced injury-free.
0: Perfect.
2: Don't count the slide afterward. <laughs> that wasn't part of the race. That wasn't part of the race, technically. So, And, I mean, I was okay by the time, you know, Hawaii came around. I could move my okay, wrist. Yeah. You know, it's not as purple, so.
0: Yeah, we were ready.
2: We were ready to go. And, I mean, it was... I'm not in the shape I still want to be in. I'm still trying to get to, you know, I was looking at pictures of me in Montana in 2015, and I was smaller than I am now. Right. Um, I've gained way too much weight. Uh, part of that's, you know, my foot injury. Part of that's my own decisions. And I mentioned this before that I made the wrong decisions. You know, just because my foot was broke does not mean I should have sat on the couch and ate potato chips. That was my own fault. Wow.
0: You know, I can talk to about talk stories about that too with you, but and it's, it's just it's hard I mean, to come back from
2: an injury. It is, and Mental I've made injury. I've made my own decisions, and and it's my fo- my My job to deal with them.
0: Right.
2: This year's been my year of no excuses, and I really, I mean, honestly, I feel like I've been good with that. I have not had any, made an excuse for anything I've done this year. I just do what I do, and if something happens, I do what I can to, to fix it. I've been trying to get better, trying to work on my my exercise, everything else. I felt like. I wasn't as ready as I should have been for Hawaii, but I was more ready than I was last year.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, mentally, physically, everything. And I think that's what killed me the most.
0: Right.
2: Not being able to run. Not being able to do
0: Yeah. I so when I when I got my so the Hawaii was my birthday gift yes. back in March. And I knew before Chris. she did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> from Chris. And so because she knows some of you know, I love Jurassic Park is like my favorite series. Mm-hmm. That I have my my favorites within that, but the idea of being able to run with what my daughter, my oldest daughter, she used to call Jurassic Park, the dinosaurs, Beach haunts. so <laughs> that's what they're known for in my house. But to be able to run where they filmed some of these things, yes. I had, I was stoked. I was geeking out about this whole thing, and then being able to race it with you, yep. and then knowing that we're a small group this year um, of beasts that are, are present um, I was looking forward to being able to race with some of the people um, that I felt like would be able to keep up. But ultimately, you and I again had that discussion. We—if this was going to be our race—and yeah. I think that we balance each other well um, and being able to push each other when we need it, and not. the I, I agree. Button.
2: I agree. I mean, that was one of the things. I mean, the only thing we're missing this year, and I think this gives us a chance because we're going to bring our third, our, our third person we gotta talk Justin Justin yeah. Wiley if you're listening you need to sign up for Hawaii because yes. now you need to come because I think that's why we kind of finished here because we're missing you. We missed
0: our lucky charm.
2: We're missing our lucky charm. Um
0: Justin's a beast man he, he I got to race with him in Washougal I'm, I know I'm digressing here. I got to race with him in Washougal and Patrick raced with us his second lap and he, yeah. you know running laps around the rest of us and then you got to run it with Sharissa and me and Sharice are gassing out and Justin and Patrick, I tell you what, they are just monsters out there. Yeah,
2: they they are and I mean that's crazy. the thing is I did I did Seattle sprint or super with Justin and Benton. Yeah. And that's when I first really got to meet Justin. And I loved it. Yeah. Justin was great to run with. I mean, he was a great guy, just helped push me and I pushed him and helped keep Benton and Benton going because the Seattle Super was no joke. Um, and then once Montana came around, Justin, you know, I'm like, cool, you can go with us, Justin. You, can get me and Serena, and, and Jody, and he came with us. And Justin was, <coughs> I think it was one of those things. Me and you were pretty much we're equal. we're equal. You know, we kind of we both have our, our our issues, but it's like the opposite of the other ones. So right. we're, we we work we we equal each other out. Justin was that extra little push. Yeah. that both of us needed. Yeah. So like I said, I think we need Justin in Hawaii next year. Absolutely. So Justin was our, our you know...
0: Book your our, flight now, Justin. Yeah, book your flight, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, between the two of us, we'll have a place
2: for yeah, you to we'll stay. Yeah, we'll have a place for you to
0: stay between
2: <laughs> two Um. Yeah, so yeah, is
0: he's, he, he is. So I mean, this really, this podcast is really becoming a lot about the people in our lives who help helped shape yes. and mold and the camaraderie, the teamwork oh, yeah. that goes along with being part of this group and I mean all these people we give shout outs to and it really this is my draw to racing. Yeah. Um, more specifically my draw to the Beast OCR group.
2: It is and I, me and Amber had a talk about this earlier where I mean you, know, you were there because we've been together all day drinking <laughs> but Did yeah, yeah. Um, we hadn't you know earlier we were talking about it um when i did the first beast in montana i literally was going to quit i was done right and then i ran into Drew and Jason and they kept me going and Drews told me before that it was me that kept him going but i think he's crazy so <laughs> they kept me going i wanted to quit i was like this is dumb i shouldn't have done this i should have done more research i shouldn't have signed up for this i'm not ready for this but Jason, you know, and Drew kept me going. Right. And I finished it. And even after I finished it, I'm like, this was stupid. I don't know why I did this. I don't want to do this again. I'm done.
0: That's me after every race other than the
2: sprints. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm done. I don't ever want to do this again. I mean, I did it once. I'm good. Whatever. And then, but I was part of the beast. And then I started seeing more posts of the beast. And they are like, well, Washougal's coming up. And I'm like, well, I have a free race. Right. I might as well use it for Washougal. I might as well see what it's like, you know, Montana from what everyone's saying was way more brutal than it should have been, right. you know, than an normal race would have been. I'm like, okay, fine. So I did Washougal right. with everyone. And then all of a sudden they're like, hey, we're going to have a race, a super in Seattle. I'm like, well, I guess I might as well have another free race. So I might as well use that and I can, you know, get my trifecta thing that they've been talking about. So I did that. And then it was the next year. And then I'm like, and then I was hooked by then I was a street team member and you know everything else, and I was hooked on the OCR altogether. Right. and that was my you know first year. It was all Spartan. I mean, I think I did a mud factor, but I mean, if anybody likes mud factors listening, I'm sorry to say this, but mud factor was a joke. I finished it in 30 minutes. <laughs> I
0: have no idea what a mud factor is. I to mud know.
2: factor was a race. It was one of those. it was, it was a joke. Like okay. I said, I finished in 30 minutes. <laughs>
0: So it was, a mile
2: long. <laughs> it was supposedly three miles long but i finished in 30 minutes i mean it was like and this was with obstacles and i'm like
0: okay
2: my fastest sprint i think is two hours and 30 minutes
0: yeah like my yeah i can so see that. Then. it
2: was like one of those things where i came around the final corner towards the finish and amber was sitting there with the kids going already (laughs) like I've heard that from her before but not when I was doing a race but
0: that's another type of podcast that's
2: another type of podcast that's the other podcast but um (laughs) it was just like you know so I got that first year in right and then the next year was you know I was gonna get more I was gonna do all these races I had you know the three races in Hawaii everything else and then bam there goes my foot shattered
0: right
2: and I'm like dang it yeah. And, of course, the doctor's like, well, it's going to be eight weeks before you can even, like, put weight on it and do anything. And Amber's sitting in the, the, you know, doctor's office doing the math. That's Hawaii. Oh, gosh. That's the eight weeks.
0: Yeah.
2: Is Hawaii. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, well, we're going to Hawaii anyway. Race or not, we're going to Hawaii like whatever
0: well it's Hawaii yeah
2: it's Hawaii <laughs> so we did it hurricane then, or not yeah, exactly <laughs> Hawaii <laughs> and so we did it and that was kind of like the thing when this year came around and all of a sudden you know Monday before we're supposed to leave they're like there's a hurricane that possibly yeah. might hit Hawaii and we're me and Serena talked a lot
1: yeah
2: during the couple of weeks beforehand and I know a lot of people like you know we'd come over they're like you know there's a hurricane right right and we're like, yeah, we've been talking about this for days right. on whether or not we should do this, whether or not we should go. And it was like,
0: do we transfer to West Virginia? Yeah, do we? Tra- <laughs> we even
2: talked about possibly transfer. And at this point, I kind of think we maybe sure have, but you know, whatever. But we we talked about it. We're like, you know, they haven't canceled the races, right? And even if the races are canceled, we're still in Hawaii. We're in Hawaii. So we're like, let's do it.
0: And we'd be together.
2: And we'd be together. We and we'd do it. And, and if And it became one of those things, and I think part of what really made it even better was not to sound bad, Serena's flights got all screwed up.
0: (laughs) They totally did. Like, we got
2: to the airport so early, and we ran into Serena before she even left Seattle.
0: Yeah. And we're
2: hanging out, we're talking, we had some coffee, she gets on her plane, she flies to San Francisco, we land, she's still there. Yeah.
0: My flight got delayed by four hours.
2: Yeah, her flight got delayed by four hours. It
0: was enough time for you
2: to catch up. Yeah, enough time for us to catch up. We hung out. We had lunch. She ended up leaving. We left 25 minutes after she did. And we ended up landing right after her in Hawaii. Right. So we landed in Hawaii just in time to find out that Saturday, Friday and Saturday had been canceled Yeah. so there was going to be no hurricane heat which we weren't going to do anyway no, no luau no luau I was
0: volunteering yeah. on Friday
2: and there was going to be no, no beast. beast and I'm like okay well no beast that's going to be interesting you know with no beast if they end up doing anything Sunday that would mean that I would have to find another beast to get my triple drive back right it wasn't until Friday morning so. friday morning where they announced that there would be nothing on sunday either there was no race at all they, they were done they canceled everything and it's like
0: you start
2: getting that mental thought of well, what do i do now because <laughs> i'm thinking we okay drink. yeah we drink <laughs> obviously but we're like what do you do now because it's like i wanted triple trifecta right
0: and that was my goal too this yeah. year. yeah yeah, but from the beginning, when it, before injury, my goal was one trifecta because why not? Yeah. The second year was well, let's try to do two and then build on from there. And I'm thinking, well, Hawaii, of yeah. course, and that's like one weekend. And I felt like that was the ultimate test for me, which because yep. I've never done a back-to-back race, I've done piecemeal. Yeah.
2: Resist. So, I've never done the be- back-to-back. And yeah. I've never been able to finish all three in a weekend. Right. So it's like, well, this is going to be it. We're going to do all three together and we're going to finish this.
0: Right.
2: And I needed – I didn't need the sprint. Just like last year. Last year I got my triple because I didn't need the sprint in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I've already got three sprints. Right. But I need the super and I need the beast. Right. Right. And that's where I'm going to run into problems is it's like, okay, at this point, if I want to get triple, I've got to travel twice because I need a super and a sprint or a super and a beast, you know? And I was thinking before, I was like, if there's a super Sunday, I could just go to Tahoe or SoCal and get the beast and then I'm good. But Mm -hmm. now it's like, I just spent all my vacation and my travel budget to come to Hawaii. Right.
0: And for me, I needed, shooting for my triple, Hawaii was number two. Yeah. Washugo was the finish of my first, and then for this year, and then Hawaii was supposed to be two, and then I have Seattle, which I was debating, and I was kind of losing Hawaii as a, a test, so to speak. So if I yeah. didn't finish all three for some crazy reason, then...
2: Um, like a hurricane? Like a hurricane.
0: Then I was going to use Seattle as a means to complete that. but. Then I thought, well, no, I'm going to complete Hawaii because I've got my with me, you know, yeah. and we're going to finish this together. And then going forward, I was thinking, OK, well, Seattle, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I won't. I do want my triple, but I need to find a super. And the two supers uh, within the states that are within reach of me um, were... One, one is uh, in Sacramento, and I'm traveling to LA on that day, yeah. and the other one is in Laughlin in November, and I'm thinking, oh, that sounds crazy. And then Chris and I were talking about it, and she says, well, there's one up in, in BC. And I'm like, oh, when is that? And it's like two weeks after the Seattle yeah. race, or one week after the Seattle race. I'm like, well, it's just a super, so let's go do to that. So we were working on trying to get our enhanced driver's license or something, because at this point, it's too late to get a passport, and we don't have either. And then long story short, we weren't able to get our EDL. so yeah, now that's out of the picture. So now the only opportunity for me at this point to even get a double is, because Hawaii is canceled, is to try and go to Laughlin.
2: And so that's where I'm like, is I did Vegas and Seattle. So I've already got, I've got two of everything yeah. except for the Beasts. So when I do the Beasts in Seattle, I get my double. Yeah. But unless I get another super and another beast, I'm done. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to get the triple, yeah. which I I wasn't able to get in 2016 because I dnf on the beast in, in Hawaii mm-hmm. because of my broken foot. And now, again, in 2018, I'm not going to be able to get it because of... No races in Hawaii. <laughs>
0: because of lane. Stupid lane. Of stupid lane. It's hashtag stupid lane.
2: You know, and it's one of those things, like I've said, this year's my year of no excuses. This isn't excuse, it's mother nature.
0: It's beyond our control. You
2: know, we did everything we could to be here. Um, we had some people that, you know, kind of made comments that they felt like we were being selfish by coming to Hawaii when they went through all this. Right. But... My thoughts is pretty much, if the airport's going to let me fly in here, then it can't be that bad. And right. There was the possibility that this hurricane could have been so much worse.
0: Absolutely.
2: But here in Oahu, we got nothing.
0: We got some rain on the North Shore.
2: Yeah, we got a little rain on the North Shore and a little bit of wind, but it's like West, West said, that it was worse in Seattle for the super. Right.
0: Right. That's a very good comparison. Very
2: I good mean, comparison. I mean, the rain and wind we got for that super was worse than we got here, you know, and all the time we've been here. Um, we're already into basically Saturday night, and we're sitting out on the Lanai recording this. You'll probably hear a little bit of wind in the recording, but we are literally sitting on the Lanai. In shorts. In shorts. In tank top. In tank top recording this, and you can still hear us. So, it can't be that bad.
0: It, now, let's, let's digress a little bit on Spartan's decision, because it wasn't Spartan's decision to cancel no. the races. It was Kuala Ranch, because they have a policy of if there's a tropical storm warning, they shut it down.
2: It's actually they have a hurricane warning.
0: Well, if, I actually it you. Heard have a tropical, tropical storm. storm? Yeah, oh. yeah. and this, this was from in the Hawaii yeah. group. But yeah, I, that, well, that's what I heard. I don't, you know, I get no. I heard a hurricane warning,
2: but either way, there was both a hurricane warning and a tropical storm. Exactly.
0: So, I mean, Spark had no control yeah. over this, unfortunately. Yeah. I think if they had their their druthers, then we probably would have been at to oh, tabled
2: yeah. tomorrow. Um. But
0: yeah.
2: You know. Exactly, and I've heard it from a couple of staff members say that they, they they would have let us go for it, but it's. When the venue shuts down, there's not much you can do. Right. And I've heard some people say, "Well, there's plenty of public places or whatever." And it's like, "Yeah, but as a company, when you buy insurance, right you buy it for a certain location usually. Right. Like we're going to do work here, and here's our insurance for doing work at this location. Right?
0: Because well, every location has its own yeah. special nuances."
2: You know, it's not like, oh, we're going to do a race in Hawaii. We have insurance in the whole state of Hawaii. Yeah. No, it's at the, the, the ranch. Right. You know, they can't, yeah, they can't just pick, you know, oh, we're going to go do it on this beach now and their insurance will cover us. No, it's not like that. I mean, it's not like Spartan in any way was trying to screw us over or whatever. Not at all. Spartan. They did what they could. They did what they could. They, they were dealt a crappy hand, you know, the ranch shut us down and. That's what what happens. I know. It happens. Yeah. So. Well,
0: and and this is so some of the other things that have come out of this, and I think this speaks to the community of mm-hmm. Spartan right. or OCR racers in general, maybe. Um, but as things were coming up about, okay, we're supposed to have potential downpours. There's potential flooding. There's potential damage to our our community. Um, well, not my personal community, but, but community wide.
2: Yeah,
0: and there were efforts in place to either help Spartan at the ranch if needed, and there were also efforts to help the community at large. and yes. it should that have taken effect. Now, unfortunately. Like Hilo, for instance, they got flooding, and I mean, I saw in the news last night they've had some bad flooding. Cars yep. in, in ditches and in like embedded in where rocks are um, because of the the flooding that occurred. Now, unfortunately, we can't get to Hilo to no, help these families.
2: That's another island.
0: That's another island, but we there were efforts in place to help locally, and I think that spoke spoke to the community at large. Um,
2: it did, and I think part of the problem that you run into too is. You have the mainland, the media, who blew things completely out of proportion. Yeah. Um, there's a picture, and I don't know if you guys have all seen it of my wife Amber, <laughs> who she's famous. She's famous now. Who they basically a picture of her like being a, attacked by a wave, a rogue wave.
0: <laughs> we could have put a shark. Photoshop we should in have. There. We should have
2: photoshopped shark. <laughs> that would have been amazing. But what's funny is, is if you look at the like, video that I actually shot at the exact same moment, the waves like 20 feet behind her. So I mean, they completely blew that one out of proportion. And like, She's getting messages from her family like, oh my God. And it's like, you
0: out to it's
2: like, yeah, no, I mean, she didn't even get hit. I got hit by a worse wave earlier in the video, so, right. um, but you know, it just, you get that whole, everything blown out of proportion and some people forget how far the islands are from each other. Yeah. Like they hear Hawaii just got destroyed. There's flooding. There's people out of power. And we're like, yeah, but that's the big island. Yeah. We're over on Oahu and we're fine. Right. You know, and I had so many family members like, oh my God. Like freaking out. Like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, why? I mean, I'm yeah. having a drink at the pool. What, what, what's going on? <laughs> Should you I know? be worried? Should I be worried? I mean,
0: <laughs> you know something to... yeah. I don't. Yeah, mean, that's why I was posting live video yeah. of the thing, the events leading up to, and, and I didn't post one today because I felt like perhaps media has moved on. Yeah, there's I hope there's nothing happening on the island. <laughs> All the businesses are open.
2: Yeah, everything All was open. All the
0: sandbags are going back on the beach, and yeah. it's, it's it's done. I mean, heck, maybe we could have used the sandbags for no sandbag carries.
2: We could have, but and and that's the thing. I mean, there was a lot of businesses, and, and that was kind of the thing like me and Serena talked about. We we kind of took our lead from the the locals. Yeah, in a lot of aspects, where really it was like the main like chain restaurants and chain stores that were like yeah we're closing right because corporates telling us to right but the local stores you could go in yeah you know Starbucks was closed but I could walk around the corner and go to the normal cafe and get it you know a yeah. mocha from you know Hawaii mocha you know
0: yeah
2: it, a lot of the locals were still open I mean
0: and they had signs on the windows that said they'll be open till three o'clock. But as I was talking, I mean, we went in and got, was it was a gelato or something. Yeah. And we, I was talking with one of the gals there, and she said, you know what? It doesn't look like it's going to happen. We have all this food stocked up. Yeah. So we're going to we're gonna sell it, and it looks like it's going to bypass us. So, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful for that. The, the local community is able to not be affected by it.
2: Oh, yeah. And, I mean, we went on Thursday, I think it was, and went to Safeway. When you were hearing all those reports on mainland media and everything else, of how the stores were ransacked and there was nothing left. (laughs) And I'm like, walked in, and I mean, I don't know how many people saw my Facebook page, and I was, I think it was a little more like sarcastic than I might have should have been. But I was like, apparently I have a different definition of ransacked than everyone else because I mean, you know, yeah, they don't have apple fritters, but they got donuts. No, and I mean, oh, they, they were out of a few things. Yeah, there was no, they, you couldn't buy cases of water, but they had water up by the check stands where you could buy a bottle of, you know, four or five bottles at a time. But you couldn't buy the case. It, they well, were
0: it's interesting they said that because the first two nights, Wednesday, Thursday night, I spent up in the North Shore, yeah. and I asked the, the gentleman at the the car rental, it's like, okay, what do you recommend? And he said, well, downtown, stay away from there for the most part because that's going to be just busy yeah it wasn't anything about availability so he said once you get up to these areas here there's actually a town in between that I could have stopped in and I went past it didn't realize it <laughs> it's it's quick to get to the North Shore from the hot, hot airport so I got up there and there was a store that was still open so I said you know what, I'm gonna stop before I get to my B&B and I got there there's everything yeah we had fresh vegetables we had a ton of meat um, that I could have bought I'm thinking you know I want stuff that's not perishable I don't know exactly what I'm walking right. into when I'm going into this Airbnb so I got I got bread I got peanut butter I got jelly I got water and we had uh, flats of water that were available to buy by the case and yeah I mean we had everything
2: and that's the thing like too when I say like where we went they were they were out of water. Like, case of water. But we went to the Safeway in Waikiki. Mm-hmm. Like, the most touristy spot in on this island. So, yeah, they were out of cases of water. but I there was, buy bottles. Yeah, I yeah. still got bottles. And I could get body armor and Gatorade and all the other ones. It was right. just, like, not just straight water cases. But I could buy bottles of water, like, up by the gas register. Yeah. And then everything else, there was a few random, like, they were out of spam, which... Go figure. It's
1: Hawaii.
2: Um, oh, spaghetti noodles for some reason. Apparently, they really like spaghetti noodles from the eh? Okay, That's interesting. Yeah, that's what I thought. I couldn't figure that one out. Uh, peanut butter, but I was able to find nut butter.
0: <laughs> I just, nut butter? I just
2: like to say nut butter. Um, but, yeah, they were out of peanut butter.
0: Nut butter.
2: Yeah, life-changing nut butter.
0: Yes,
2: life-changing nut butter. So... <laughs> You know they're out of those kind of things, I mean, but there was plenty of bread. There was plenty of everything else, and I mean, right. we spent almost two hundred dollars on groceries. Yeah, that we just because we have a condo and we have a kitchen and we could cook. We've got a dozen eggs, brought them back. Half of those eggs, we we hard, hard boiled, boiled just in case, just yeah. in case, in case you know we lost power. That we had, you know, we we could still use them, you know, and everything else. So I mean, we we got what we need to make sure we can make it till you know. Yeah. Till Wednesday, but...
0: And my, my fear was not having water, So I think if this is how my mind... I don't know what I was really thinking. When we were, when we were sitting at the airport for four hours in yeah. San Francisco, my mind immediately went to, oh my gosh, we're not going to have any water over there, because they're saying that there's it's decimated. Yeah. Like, there's nothing available, and they closed the ports, and all this other good stuff, so nothing's getting in. So my thought was, oh my gosh, I'm not going to have water, and I'm going to be dehydrated for this race. <laughs> so, I don't know why I was thinking there was still going to be a race at this point. Well,
2: at that point, when we were in San Francisco. There was still possibility, <laughs> right? We right. Thought there
0: was. That's true. And so I, I bought water in the airport, but paid an ungodly amount, but I bought what I could to keep that I could carry on safely yeah. without you know having to check it. Um. So, I mean, and I was like, okay, what about food? I was trying to buy loaves of bread in the from the airport. I mean, and they wouldn't sell it to me or anything. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna buy some sandwiches or you know whatever they have available. And I get here, and it's like all of this stress and worry for nothing.
2: And it is because I mean, we actually we've been able to go out to eat every night. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know anyone saw my picture of me drinking a hurricane out of a hurricane glass in a hurricane. So that was my trifecta for the weekend because I couldn't get a Spartan one. Um,
1: <laughs>
2: that was my goal on Thursday night. Friday night? Friday night. I, I went okay. to until I, I wasn't happy until I could find somewhere that sold the hurricanes. No, that so. was
0: Thursday night because I was still
2: up north. Oh yeah. yeah. So I went to the Hard Rock and had yeah. I, I got a hurricane in a hurricane glass during Hurricane Lane. And I still have the glass that I'm saving as a kid. That's my
0: my medal tri- for this we'll
2: weekend, yes. We'll
0: have to paint it red green and
2: blue. Yeah, that's gonna be my medal Monday is i want to show a picture of that glass. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we just need a delta coin. So
2: yeah, we do, <laughs> we do. So, I mean, it's been crazy over here and it's been emotional. emotional. Because I really wanted these races. This was my year was to nice. finally yeah. hit all three. And that, having it taken from me by mother nature, it hurts. Yeah. It really does
0: me too I mean it, it was after the realization of okay the races are over we're not being we're yeah. not gonna be able to go it for me it was the same thing I, I after the relief of not having the hurricane hit yeah it was I'm pissed now because this was taken away from me this opportunity to to push myself to try myself to get that my triple. This year was taken away. Like, yeah. there's no feasible way for me to get a triple this year.
2: Yeah, and, and that's what what killed me. Is, I mean, it was just one of those things. Is, I mean, the one thing I kept telling everyone yes, races are canceled, everything else, but I'm still in Hawaii. Um, but it still hurts. It still hurts. I, I still wanted that trifecta. I still wanted to finally prove that I could do three races in a weekend. Yeah. And
0: I wanted to be there with you to do yeah. that. I, there, there was a personal goal that I had. For myself,
2: too. And it, it's going to come down to one of those things that I'm going to do Seattle in a couple of weeks, and Seattle, I'm going to do both races, mainly because I need the beast for my double, and the sprint is just to prove it. To prove that I could do it, and because I have other people that are doing the sprint with me. But it's going to hurt knowing that I'm not getting that, that triple because of Hawaii again. Yeah. Um, I am going to use my deferrals because I can defer these races for, for free. To Hawaii next year and I'm coming back uh, I'm gonna get all three of these races that is my like it's on my bucket list I need all yeah. three of these races done um there there are very few things that are like in pen on my bucket list there's a few things that are in pencil that I would like to do but the things that are in pen one is a triathlon yeah even if it's only a sprint and I think I'm gonna do that in June of next year at, at uh, Lake see. wilderness I'm going to make Serena do it with me. She just doesn't know it oh, yet. Oh,
0: no. She just doesn't know it yet. She's
2: doing it with me. Oh, no.
0: Like. To
2: get my trifecta. Yeah. In, in Hawaii. A trifecta on a weekend in Hawaii. Um, I could go to West Virginia, and I know everyone's like, oh, you could have gone to West Virginia. Um, I have family in West Virginia, and I really don't want to run into them. So I try and stay away from there. Um, but
0: this is, the, this is the third year in our
2: Right. This would have been my third year.
0: Yeah. So and this was you know third time the charm type yeah. thing. And now so I can understand that you try, you try, you try until you succeed. Yeah. Because I think I have a bit of that. I'm not competitive by any nature.
2: Sure. I'm competitive with myself.
0: Yes. yes. And
2: if I tell myself I'm going to do something, by golly, I'm going to do it. Yeah. It's like with the the marathon. You know, a lot of people didn't understand why. I was like, I'm going to go do a marathon. I haven't trained for it. I haven't done what I should do for it, but I'm going to do it anyway. And that was because I told myself I would do one before I'm 40. Right. And I did. You did. I mean, six days shy, but I just made it. Yeah. And that's what Hawaii is to me. I've told myself since 2016 that I was coming to Hawaii and I was walking away with three medals in a weekend. And I have yet to do it. It's your white whale. It is. It's my white whale. You know, Or my, my dark tower. Um, <laughs> I'm a Stephen King. So yes, yes. that's my dark tower. <laughs> but, you know, 2016, I had a broken foot. Yes. But there are other factors to that that I, I don't always mention. One, I was like getting to the race. If I would have been on time, I wouldn't have missed that 30-second window. If we hadn't stopped to help the guy that broke his arm, we would have like made him stop with the first obstacle and say dude you broke arms broken go deal with it i would have had more time i would not have been dealing with him for so long if i would have put as dingo told me put the mission first
1: right
2: you know it, it's the the warrior ethos the first thing is put the, the, the mission mer- the mission first that's one never leave another Spartan behind that's after that right and that's where i lost is I should have put the mission first and said, your arms broke, you need to get help, I need to move on. Yeah. And if I would have done that, I would have made it. So I made bad decisions out here.
0: But you know what though, it's hard not to when you're out there and
2: you see people struggle. Yes.
0: Because I mean, take Montana for instance and we everything leading up to that moment. Um, so there was a moment where there was a couple behind us and one fell tripped over something and yep. gashed her hand pretty deep pretty yes. bad and we happened to be within feet of her yes. and Mike happened to have a first aid ability or kit yeah. Um, yeah. that we were able to help fix her up and guess what she finished And so everything leading up to that moment put us exactly where we needed to be at that time. So, and I feel like the same was true for Hawaii, for you in that first race, because had all these events not taken place, you would have made that time path, but guess what? The second half may have been so much harder, maybe you would have injured yourself worse. So you wouldn't be able to race
2: and that's very true i mean it may have been i mean because i will be honest that that first half of the race took a lot out of me Yeah. i mean trying to move it's very hard to move in a boot
1: (laughs) i know that It's very hard.
2: your ankle can't bend you you can't do certain things you have no traction traction. so i mean it was a complete nightmare trying to do it in the boot and there was a couple times right near the end where i'm pretty sure like I may have cracked a rib a couple of times because I was trying to run in the grass and we knew we were getting close to that time hack. Right. So I was trying to run, right. actually run with this boot and I kept slipping
1: Yeah.
2: and like falling on my ass yeah. and that was what killed this at the end was there was the log carry and I was trying to carry the log but the grass was so slick that I just kept slipping and falling with it yeah. and I couldn't go up this hill. And it's like, yeah, there's probably a good chance. There's probably a good choice I didn't finish it. And I couldn't make it to that second half of the race. Um, But, yeah, so that was that first year. And then I did finish the the Super. Mm -hmm. I got about three-quarters of the way through with Brandon and everybody. And then I hit a point where, like, you could hear the festival. And they were saying 30 minutes to the last sprint of the heat. And we we weren't close enough. Okay. And I'm like, there's no way
1: yeah.
2: that I'm going to make it in time. And I'm like, I'm fine with missing the sprint. I know my weekend's already been, I've already missed out on the beast. whatever. You guys need to go. Yeah. And Brandon and Elise kept looking at me and Jody, they're like, no, we're not leaving you. Right. And I'm like, I'm telling you right now, you need to go.
0: Put the mission first.
2: Yeah. I'm like, leave me behind and I will finish.
0: Yeah.
2: But you need to go if you want any chance of getting that sprint. Yeah. And finally, after you know a couple minutes, they're like, "Fine, we're gonna go." And they took off. And I know Brandon and Elise were able to move quick enough that they finished and were able to jump on the sprint and do all three. Um, Jody and Stevie didn't make it in time.
0: Okay.
2: So they only got this the the they only got the super done. Um, but you know, they it took a lot to get them to leave me, and that's what I love about this group. Is it was I had to beg them yeah. to leave, and they were like, "You have to guarantee us you're going to finish." And I'm like, "I'm not going to stop. I'm just going to keep walking." Yeah, and I'm going to go. Yeah, um, it was brutal. It was tough. Um, I met Laura Messner on that. Right when I went to go, you know, got to the Spirit Throw. Um, so I mean, it, it was I, I did my thing and I just kind of kept going. I amazingly, and I've never figured out how I walked straight up the like the uh, the wall, the slip wall, the slip wall with a boot. <laughs> no problem.
0: If that's just showing telling, and telling you that it's all about technique.
2: <laughs> I walked straight up with the boot, straight up the slip wall, got to the end, stepped over the fire, and I mean, people have seen the pictures. I don't, I didn't jump. I literally just stepped over and. I ended up helping somebody across the finish line cause they hurt their ankle jumping over it.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, and it was an amazing race, but it, it killed me Yeah, that I only came home with the super metal. Yeah. You know, when I wanted all three. Right. Um, and then last year it was, you know, I did the beast. I got super sick on the beast. And I think part of that was overheating. I wasn't ready for the heat. I had problems with that. Um, medication I just quit smoking there was so many things right um and then I did the, but I finished and then I did the super and then at the end of the super I was like you know my feet are too tore up I need to I want to do the sprint with my kid next weekend so I need to stop okay and that's why I didn't finish all three last year I could have if I'd made that decision but I decided not to right um and that's when I was like well I'll come back next year and I'll do it
1: yeah
2: um so it's been a, a push.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, and this year was gonna be the year to do it. Um I guess maybe Mother Nature Mother had a different dis- different dis- different thought. Uh that this gives me another year to get myself to hold my head out of my butt and
0: <laughs>
2: to get into the shape I should be to in. To get stronger. To get stronger, yeah. to figure out, to come up with a a plan and a workout method that works with my injury. Right. Um, my foot injury is never going to go away. Yeah. And I need to figure out how to work around it. And I think my biggest problem is, is I keep pushing myself that I want to run. Running has been my cardio. It's always been my cardio. Yeah. That's how I lost 70 pounds in 2010.
0: Yeah.
2: Was running. Running, right, running, right. running, running.
0: That was mine.
2: But I can't do that. My foot won't allow me to run that much because it causes me severe pain. So I've got to find another cardio that works for me that is not running or find a way to do the running.
0: And so modification coming into play with with the healing process, you know, with my knee and then, you know, my knee caused problems with my foot. So I have uh, surgery on my foot. So, I mean, on the opposite side of my knee, of course. So, I mean, I understand about being tore up and, and trying to... Get yourself out of the mental funk to go forward, to go work out, to do something, to try yeah. and get healthy. You know, the, the fitness journey is not just physical. No. So, it, yeah, we... Hurry on time. Oh, well, we're fine. Okay. Um, so, the it, it's hard to find modifications for is. cardio-related issues. And... Chris and I both, with all the injuries that we've had, all the surgeries that Chris has had, it's a matter of figuring it out, finding a way, and you know, I think that I've been able to successfully do that. Um, But maybe I could be stronger, you know? Yeah. I did hit a funk where I didn't work out for two, three months at all, and then I'd work out once, and then okay, I'm done for another two months and that's been since March
2: and for me it's been one of those things for me it's been it's been tough because I know where I should be You're right and I know where I should have gotten by now and because of the foot injury and I mean really for me to go back and look before I injured my foot I was down to 220 yeah and I was moving I was going down consistently I was dropping weight yeah. and to think in my head it's like if I hadn't broken my foot I would probably be down at 170, 180 like I want to be and running these races rather than just trying to finish. Right. And it kills me. And then to sit there and think, okay, well, what can I do to get there? And it's like, okay, I need to run. And because that's what I know. Yeah. Like I said, I dropped 70 pounds by running, you know. Only there's other years factors ago. I'm
0: sure
2: that went into that and I mean keep yeah. in mind age <laughs> yeah I'm a little
0: bit older Harder when to run over 40 to, yeah. to lose weight and your metabolism changes a
2: little bit it does so. but it's it just you know and it's just my biggest problem is I'll go and run I'll finally be like okay I'm gonna run I've got this out. I'm gonna get up at 4.30 in the morning because if I Ooh. don't If I try and do it after work, I'm like, I'm going to have a drink and I'm going to sit on the couch Uh, and I'm never getting up. So if I do it before work, it helps – and it also helps keep me awake during the day. Mm -hmm. I found that out. And I'll get up at 4.30 in the morning. I'll go run for a little bit. And then my back will just – it feels like someone's jabbing you know, knives into my back.
1: Because of your
2: gait. Because of my gait. And then I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. This is stupid. And then I get frustrated and I get – You know that anxiety of like I'm never gonna get better. What's the point? Right. And then I just go crawl back into bed and grab myself back to sleep. But
0: it's it's, easier to fall into that though, especially. And that's been
2: my hardest thing is trying to get back into that rhythm of working out and finding a method that works with my foot.
0: Well, and 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 accountability too. Yes, I'm lucky that I have Chris who (laughs) keeps me very accountable. On a regular basis. And she's the one who pushes me. And, and you know, and maybe that's what it is. You know, you just hold each other accountable.
2: And it's kind of one of those things, and I know Amber tries to. But part of the problem we run into is if I'm getting up at 430 in the morning, that's when she leaves for work. Right. So there's no really way for her, as far as she knows, I'm getting up every morning and running a freaking marathon before I go to work. She doesn't know because yeah. she's at work. Yeah. You know, so there's nothing that, I mean, she can't hold me accountable, really except for to ask me if I did it, yeah. because she's already at work by the time I would be doing it. So there's no way for her to see whether or not I really did it.
0: I'm gonna put a camera in your room. You don't want, <laughs> not in your room, in you your room. You don't house. want a camera
2: in my room. <laughs> in
0: your house.
2: You do not want to see what happens in there.
0: Is <laughs> that better? Yes. Yes. In your house. <laughs> and then we'll see when you leave and when you come back. And when you come back, you're gonna be sweaty and how to breathe? Flavor breathing. Yes,
2: and that's it. I, and I need to find, like I said, I need to find a way besides running yeah. that I can do. That where I mean, running is part of it. I need to try and figure out how to do the running and get the running to work. But if the running is going to be an issue, I can't make it be the only thing I do. Right. Because I think that's where I'm running into problem. and you know, since my foot broke, since I quit smoking, everything else, I've gained. 40 pounds. Yeah,
0: I gained, I gained a lot of my weight after I quit smoking also. Yeah. And I, I mean, mean, that I'm, was a while
2: ago, but... From the time that I did my first Spartan race till now, I'm probably 50 pounds bigger
0: Yeah.
2: than when I did my first Spartan race.
1: Okay.
2: Which you're supposed to go the other way <laughs> as you do Spartan races. You know, and I've increased my races every year, except right, for this yeah. year because of, well, lane.
1: Stupid lane.
2: Stupid lane. And I'm still getting bigger. Yeah. So it, it, it's something I'm doing in between the races.
0: Well, so we're going to start shifting gears here. The It's not just exercise. You know, it's, no, it's, all, it's about the nutrition it's, nutrition. it's about the consistency. And if you look at, uh, I mean, there's a number of beasts who've been through a journey. And I, I mean, I can't say just one person. I was going to name some names, but you really can't. But you yeah, look at so you look at where they started and you see where they are and you realize, okay, they've done it. It's not overnight, you know? And yeah. that's where where people get hung up, I think. And me especially is, okay, I'll see a difference. Like I'll be working out for a couple of months. It's like, ooh, my butt looks good or hey, I can fit these pants better and it's not on the scale. I don't measure it by no. the scale. I measure it and you how can't. I look. And then I say, okay, well, I'm doing better, so I'm going to slack off a little bit. I'm not going to work out all five days a week, six days a week. I'm going to eat this cheeseburger with the bun. You know, it's stuff like that. And, and I allow myself that little bit, and I realize that I can't do that.
2: And then you, you take advantage of it. Yeah. yeah. It's like quitting smoking. Yeah. You know, you either quit or you don't. You can't be half-assed. Right. And that's where you run into some of the stuff like working out and exercise and food and everything else. And that's where my thing was is like when I and I keep talking about you know when I lost the weight, I ran, I ran, I ran. I did. I ran, I was doing at least three miles every day. Right. For a year.
0: That's fantastic.
2: And I dropped over seventy pounds. Yeah. I was down under two hundred. I felt great. I was doing half marathons. I mean my fastest half marathon time, which isn't like Olympic or great or anything, was three hours. Right. For, you know, thirteen miles. That's it's fantastic. not it's not bad. No, that is. And I was doing good. I was doing great and then I blew my knee because I didn't let myself heal.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, it was my own fault. Um, if I would have, you know, realized I'd hurt my knee, I need to stop, I need to take a break, I need to let it heal, I would have been fine, but I didn't do that. And then Because I did that, and then because I pushed myself, even though my knee was injured and finished the race, I did more damage, and now I'm out for longer, and then while I'm sitting there and feeling sorry about myself, I'm sitting on the couch eating potato chips and ice cream because I'm upset because I hurt my knee. Right. Now, all of a sudden, I've gained back 50 pounds. Right. And then... You know, it just compiles on there. Yeah. And then, you know, okay, then I start doing Spartans, and I start losing a little bit again, and then I crash my foot. And now, same thing. Yeah. You know, I'm going to continue to do the Spartans, but I'm still going to sit on the couch and eat potato chips and ice cream and feel sorry about myself in between races. It's hard. It's fundamental.
0: Hard you know? So, anybody, yeah. I, I think this is what comes out to Anybody listening to this yes. needs to keep Mike
2: accountable. Yes. Stop eating the potato chips and ice cream. Yeah. But
0: slap his hand. Stop <laughs> it. No more chips and yeah.
2: ice cream. And, and that's where it comes down to is it's like oh you know it, it's and that's been like I said this year has been my year of no excuses so yeah. that's where I've had the thing of oh my you know I've said it before my foot's injured find another avenue yeah and that's what I've been trying to try and figure out is i'm like okay no excuses i'm just gonna run and deal with pain
1: yeah
2: it's not working
1: yeah
2: and that's where i need to reevaluate my my plan and come up with another method
0: and there are other methods of cardio out there there's a matter of what's available to you there's biking there's swimming you know i
2: have i don't have i I have a mountain bike somewhere (laughs) somewhere
0: you can buy um, mine because you're gonna try it back, or well, do the triathlon. Yeah, with you. Um, <laughs> no.
2: My my father in law has like seven or eight of. Them. He buys them from like yard sales and fixes them. They're all in my garage. Oh my gosh! So I, I could probably right. steal one There's of those. There's no
0: excuse there.
2: There's no excuse there. Um, it's just a matter of finding one. I've also talked to like Elise and Jeff have talked about. You know, they went on Amazon and found some like stationary exercise bike for yeah. like 107 bucks. That's not bad. I have a treadmill. I could get a stationary bike and put it right next to it. Right. You know, it's it's possible. Right. It's it's a way to do it. So it stops my excuses. It gives me, you know, and I feel like I might have less problems with my gait and less pain if I wasn't 260 pounds. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's part you know, of. it. You know, if I yeah. drop
2: some of it, and like you said, it's not necessarily about the weight. It's also size or size and everything else. Right. For me, it's it's what do I feel? What do I? What can I fit in? When I dropped down to 200 pounds, I had weighed myself in six months. Yeah. But I knew I could fit into a 32 gene all of a sudden, so yeah. I knew I'd lost something. Right. And then all of a sudden it was like I stepped on a scale and I'm like, holy crap, I've lost like 60 pounds.
0: Well, and, and yeah, I mean, you take that extra weight off of your joints, your knees, your feet. It feels better. It feels better. It's less pressure. So then your feet, your feet will heal quicker. Yep. Me my, my knee will heal quicker and it will be, I don't want to say quicker, but it will heal more.
2: Yeah. And that's the thing, too, is a lot of people, you know, I've mentioned it before, is I have knee injuries. I was supposed to have surgery on both knees right. 20 years ago. And I laughed at them and said, as long as I can walk, you ain't cutting me in, into my knees. And that
0: was before arthroscopic surgery.
2: Pretty much. It? <laughs> and it's like one of those things, like, I do I think back? I think maybe, you know, at some point, should I let them do it? Maybe, probably. But I, I have a thing about surgery I don't like. Anesthesia, I don't like that. It's if I don't have to, I won't do it. And I did find when I lost all the weight, my knee, my knee pain went away.
1: Yeah.
2: When all of a sudden I was down under two hundred pounds, and I didn't have two hundred fifty pounds of pressure on my knees, right? That I was a lot better. Um. So you know, I need to do that and work on that. You know, I want to come back next year. My goal right now, I'm gonna tell everyone, I'm gonna put it out there, is when I come to Hawaii next year, it's not gonna to be to finish three races. It's going to be to destroy three races yeah. to come back here and run them. Yeah. To do it not in 10 hours. Yeah. To do a beast, you know, not in, you know, 5 hours to do a super. Right. I want to come back and I want to kill these courses. You know, I want to do like Sarah did and do like all of them in the same amount of time it took me to do a super. <laughs> but
0: <laughs> Sarah
2: a freak of nature she man of nature. She
0: is amazing
2: She literally I mean that's one thing And I mentioned on the podcast before She did the beast The super And the sprint And was done Before I finished the super
1: <laughs>
2: In the same day
1: Yeah, Yeah And
2: it was just like Are you kidding me Yeah you
0: know. An
2: athlete, man. I, like, come up with my super. I'm like, yay, I finished, and she's standing there with three medals, and I'm like, you had nothing when I left. What the hell? You know.
0: I like your goal, though. So
2: I think that that's
0: uh, definitely manageable. It's, it is.
2: It's reachable. And part of the thing for me is I've always been that guy, and I think in some ways I've used it, you know, not as an excuse, but as an, a, a crutch to, per se, that I'm the guy that helps the newbies. Right. You know, it's like will I help, you know, Tony and everything else. So it gives me an excuse to not run. Right. It gives me an excuse to not go fast. Right. Could I have kept up with you and Justin? Most likely, maybe, possibly.
0: It doesn't matter if you even have with Justin.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: You <laughs> oh. little billy goat.
2: <laughs> and, but will I ever know? No, because I stayed back with Tony. Yeah. You know, and I've had a lot of races like that where I've gone back and thought, could I have done it faster? Yeah and in my head I'm like probably I probably could have you know um the year I did the the beast in 13 and 13 plus hours 13 and a half hours even at the end Stevie and Jody both were looking at me going you have energy you're walking backwards making sure we're okay you can just go and I'm like no I want to make sure you all finish right so this I probably could have even done that fun faster but you know I had teammates that I wanted to make sure I finished right. and I a lot of times that's been how it is and me and you talked about this yeah that this was supposed to be the race where i could just let go
0: yeah
2: you know and just go yeah um
0: i wanted to be the one to keep up with you yeah and and if i didn't keep up with you then you run your race and that was the agreement you know i think i i think again i think we're paced very similarly and we both have our strengths in different areas that we would uh complimented one another very yes. easily, and so you do the monkey bars, I'll start my burpees type of thing. <laughs> the monkey bars are not my friend. Yeah. I have I have my own
2: issues, so.
0: But, it's mental know, she'll get through uh, I I need to practice what like, I'm afraid of falling and breaking my knee again
2: <laughs> and that is and, so, and I get that and yeah. that's one of my biggest fears on some of those is because I've seen people do that you know yeah. they fall and, and hurt themselves and I think that's why I have problems with like the rings and stuff like that yeah. is because at the rugged maniac I did fall and hurt myself right you know I fell and I hit the water and it wasn't as deep as it should have been and I went like knee down on a, on a rock
1: oh gosh
2: and like it, it almost ended me right there and yeah. i mean it was just massive pain and i'm like i'm screwed yeah but luckily it was just a bruise nothing broke nothing tore i'm like okay i'm good yeah. you know but and, and i get that on some of those where i have that fear of like if i let go or i don't do it right i'm gonna hurt myself <laughs> you know? or like montana where i'd already damaged my shoulder and then i go to do the rings and i put full weight on that shoulder and it yep. comes out of socket,
0: yep. you know,
2: which probably wouldn't have happened if I wasn't 260 pounds. But <laughs>
0: or I have a an injury to your shoulder. Yeah. I mean that's
2: and um, I'd injured it trying to do the slide. It got stuck and I yanked hard. Right, but because it's just what I do. But <laughs> oh, and man. a lot of those, and and a lot of those are, because I'm a bigger guy. I have a I can do that. Yeah, like on the you know the what is it, the the pulley? Herquoise? Herquoise. On herquoise. I can stand up and do that one. Oh, wow. Where most people have to like sit down. and I just stand up and lean back a little bit and reach. And I can pull that thing all the way up or the whole time. Because I have that much weight in strength. Strength. I can just stand up and pull it. Right. You know, where most people, it's like pulling them off the ground. I'm like, nope, I'm fully planted because, well, I'm fat. <laughs> but...
0: I like using my body
2: weight,
0: (laughs) so, I mean, that's what I, I, for the year that I was completely down, once I got past the feel sorry for myself phase, so about six months, maybe eight months, after that point I started studying what the techniques were for each obstacle and watching the races online, and watching what the, the professionals, what the elites do. Which and, is good. Yeah. And, and, and I've done
2: that a little bit, but. Yeah,
0: it's and so for me, it's like, okay, I'm not the strongest in the upper body. I know this about myself. I've never been the strongest in the upper body. But my thighs and my, my back were the strong points. My legs are my strong points. So those hills, I can get those hills. And then, you know and running let's run but then that'll give us extra time at the top when we need to do a little bit more technique type stuff
2: and yeah, see me i'm the one i have always had the upper body strength
0: right
2: and that's always been my thing i had the upper body strength i had the strong shoulders the strong arms and i can do it right so you know like flipping the tires most of those i can do no problem. It's, i love it's the tires it's but it, it's but my problem is too is the tires I'm gonna hurt my back one of these days because I use my upper body on it. Right. Because my legs aren't there, and I can just fl- flip it over with my upper body, and I'm fine. Right. But it's not good for my back. Right. You know, and
1: uh,
2: I have that upper body where I can do that. It's just it, I'm gonna hurt myself. Yeah. You know, and, and I want to get to that point where you know I stop making the joke when I do comedy of yes, this is exactly what Thor would look like if he had a spoon instead of a hammer. I mean. <laughs> And have it not be true, you know. <laughs> that's my big goal right now is to get to a point where that's that's not a joke that works anymore. But yeah,
0: the before and the after. Yes. <laughs> throw like, with I, the spoon and throw yeah, with the hammer.
2: Throw with the spoon and throw with a hammer.
0: <laughs>
2: and and I have a couple of jokes like that where I make fun of my, make fun of my size because right. I've gotten to that point where I know I'm bigger than I should be, um, and I've never been. I, I've been bigger than this once when I lost all the weight I was bigger than I am now right but I'm upset with myself because I'm bigger than I was when I started doing this yeah. it's like I've gone backwards
0: but you've also, and now again, it's time to fix it the injuries, I know the injuries all, the things that have happened but that's in all the past. in the past yes but see it's helped, now I need to get past it's helped to forge your mentality where you are now and I think going forward you're going to have some great success because of the fact that you are recognizing okay? These were my excuses. These were my crutches. I'm not
2: doing it anymore. And that's one of my one thing. Like this weekend or this whole week, yeah. where I've had so many people like, I am sorry your races, I'm sorry you know this happened. And I'm like, be sorry all you want. I'm in Hawaii. <laughs> it's
0: that was the best part. It's like, oh my gosh, the race has got canceled. It's like. Well, they got canceled, but I'm on a hammock, all and high, yeah. listening to the breeze, and the birds chirp, or the crickets yeah. chirp, or whatever was chirping.
2: And tomorrow, we're going to go hike Diamond Head. Yes. I mean, yes. we're going to have fun. We're going to enjoy our vacation. We're still going to try and Spartan it up. Yes. You know, there's a workout that they put together for, you know...
0: Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow
2: morning, but we're going to go hike Diamond Head instead. Okay. Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> If we could do both, she's crazy. <laughs> i um, like doing a beast. <laughs>
2: she made me do sand burpees yesterday. Was five. Sand burpees. Five. Five sand burpees. <laughs> um, but you love it.
0: Oh yeah. So, I didn't make you. Amy. I
2: know you did. I know it was Amy. It's Amy's, it fault. Amy's fault. <laughs> so, we, we've been. Like, we're like an over, an over an hour and a half into this. Oh my gosh. Um, Nobody's listening anymore. No, probably not, (laughs) because we've gone on wild, crazy tangents and had a blast. And this has been one of the funnest podcasts I've ever done. (laughs) What would you tell the listeners in closing? What what would be your words of wisdom after Hurricane Lane? I am Hurricane Lane, yeah. Well,
0: I'm not very wise, first off, so I don't know how much words of wisdom these will be. I think the takeaway from this whole thing is to, one, stay true to yourself, stay true to your goals, don't compromise your goals, because when you compromise your goals, you're compromising your own integrity to get to your goals, and along the way, you're going to have help, whether you want it or not, and I think that all has kind of come about, and when you find the right people... Yes you know, when you when you click with someone, they become your family and it's not like, okay, you're gonna do this because I'm telling you to, and you're fighting them, kicking and screaming because no, I don't want to do it, Mom. They're you're you're they're getting it because they love you. Okay. And they're gonna help they want to see you succeed. And the beauty is in that success. And next year when you cross through that last Spartan race in Hawaii. When we You say we. I I really want to come back to Hawaii. I'm supposed to start school, though. We. I hope. Okay. We. When we we cross the beast, the super, and then that final sprint. And we're going to be there together. We're going to hold hands, and we're going to jump over that fire if they have one. And we're going to celebrate this as a family because it, it was... I think your craziness that's gotten me to the point where it's like sure I could do a Hawaii race let's do it why not and you know here we are now
2: yeah so. and that's just it I mean I've said it I think on this podcast a few times in my other one the the re podcast um, family is who you choose
1: right.
2: you know you're born blood into a family and that's your blood but your blood isn't always your family. Exactly. And that's one thing I've really learned with the beasts was, you know, when I first had that, you know, encounter with Drew and Jason is, I would have quit.
1: Yeah.
2: And I probably would have never done a Spartan race again. And then I had, you know, after the race, I still don't think I would have done another one if it hadn't been for Brandon and Jody and everybody else saying, hey, we're gonna be on Washougal, come hang out with us, come do this. And them pushing me. Yeah to be better, to go out and do these races and have fun and being my family yeah. and making me want to cross that finish line with that. Right. And, and,
0: and, and that's your motivation right there. I mean, my ultimate goal is to be able to take Tristan on one of these races and not necessarily a kid's race. I'd love for her to be able to do that, but to be able to, to have her experience the same joy of finishing something that she shouldn't be able to do. And, you know, that's a whole other story right Oh, there, it is, but...
2: but I mean, it'd be an amazing thing. And I mean, that's one thing, you know, I've been lucky enough to finish a few races now with Benton. Yeah. And, I mean, some people don't know this. I mean, I did the race, you know, the, the Seattle Super, I know, the sprint with my best friend Don, who I've known since, you know, preschool. I was never supposed to live that long. Yeah. And I've had a lot of medical issues when I was younger. I wasn't supposed to live. And to be forty years old and doing these races with my family Mm -hmm. is a huge, huge thing to me. Yeah. And for all of you beasts out there that I've done races with, I call you family. You know? I mean there's so many I I could name name them, but there's just there's too many.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: you know, obviously Serena, Justin recently, Benton, Dawn, Lisa, Jody. I, I it'd know
0: it'd be easier to TV. name people you haven't it. it would be. Away. It'd be
2: easier to name the, you know, Christina everyone. I' would be easier to name the ones I haven't raced with. yeah, you know, I mean, like I said, I mean, at least in everyone we did the race here in Seattle or in Hawaii, where they got me through the super. Right. Um, there's been so many. yeah I mean, there's been so many amazing races that I've had with so many amazing people, yeah, you know, I mean, we did Serena Chris Chris, getting you guys through the yeah. you know the super. Or the Beast, beast in, in
0: Seattle?
2: Uh, that was amazing.
0: Yeah, uh, and, and I, uh, I think the elation, and I don't think that was ever captured on on uh, in a photo, which I was, it was I was sad about that. But we did get a photo where it was the three of us, and yeah. the joy that Chris felt at that moment was not directed at herself; it was directed at you helping her get through that. And I don't know if you ever
2: really knew that or, or understood yeah. that. Not completely, no. I mean I was just I was so happy that she did it.
0: Yeah.
2: That's kinda of thing for me is I, I I've said, you know, on this podcast like I've always been the guy that helped everyone. And part of that is because I like that. Right. I enjoy helping everyone. Right. I enjoy getting people. But occasionally, you know, that's one of the reasons honestly why I go to Vegas every year.
1: Right. Because
2: usually I'm the only beast. Yeah. There's a few others maybe but I can run my own race, and right. it gives me a chance to see what I could do. Yeah. If I just took off and did one. And um, that's
0: important. That's the, and I, I feel like that's what I've got to do with it. This last race in Washougal, where if I was the slow person, yeah. I was the one that people had to wait for, and I don't like that feeling. No. But it did give me the best time that I've had in a sprint. Yeah. Um, granted I've only done a hand not even a handful, that was my third sprint ever. Um, but it helped me to having these other people who are more athletically prowess, that helped me. Because I had to shoot for them. I had to shoot for them.
2: It does. And I mean, that's been the big thing is just trying to, you know, I want to get that balance of, I love doing my races with Jody and Stevie, and I really hope Stevie can come back medically soon. I love racing with Stevie. Um, She's
0: amazing.
2: She is. I've I've only been able to do one
0: race with her, and I was so impressed with her.
2: I've done so many with her. Yeah. I've done Montana twice with her, Hawaii you know, she she was the one who got me through with the broken foot and everything else and I mean I've done a lot of races with Stevie and I love Stevie. Yeah. And, and it hurts me that she can't race. Yeah. You know, and I love doing my races with her, you know. But every once in a while, like you said, there's this race where you just you need to be able to go out and do it. It's like, you know, I do a five K every every month with a family five K, me right. Benton and Amber. And every once in a while I'd be like, Hey, I'm gonna go do I, I wanna go to five K just me. Yeah. And it's not because I think they're slow. It's not because I think anything like that or anything against them. I just wanna go out and see what I can do. Right. By myself, with nobody else, and it's nothing against anybody. It's just, I wanna see what I can do again. Right. And measure myself like, okay, you know, 10 years ago, I was doing 30 minute 5Ks. But now when I try and do it by myself, I'm doing a 45. Yeah. So why am I 15 minutes slower right now? What yeah. do I need to fix? What do I need to work on? And if I'm doing them with other people, sometimes you don't get to know that because you're doing it with someone else. And yeah. It's at their pace, not yours.
0: And so if you run with somebody who's at a faster pace, then it makes a difference.
2: Yeah, because it push.
0: Yeah, and I've done some races, some street races with, with Tristan where I have um, I've been able to, to push her in a race as a racer and i'm the runner yeah and there's another organization that i'm part of that we get to do that and it's really fun she loves racing and it's fun to be able to push her there's the last race that i got to run um that she was pushed by much faster people (laughs) and i you know i got to run my own race and i would have to pull the dog along It was done after a half a
2: mile. But that's another story. <laughs> I think they were closing up shop. But yeah, and that's the that's the fun part. Is you get the days where you're running and you're the slow person but that yeah. are the ones where you just gotta go do what you want to do. Yeah. And you know, I, I miss that. When I first the first year where I went through it I said I'm gonna do a race every at 5K at least
1: mm-hmm. every month. Mm-hmm.
2: And most of these was by myself. Nobody was going with me.
1: Yeah.
2: I would drive out to like Seattle and go to a five K Green Lake and then get in the car and drive myself home. Right. You know, and it was part of that was me because I never communicated I wanted anyone to go with me. Right. It was just like I'm gonna go do this, whatever. You know, didn't say hey, who wants to go with me? Whatever. It's just like, hey this is what I'm doing. Yeah. And it took me a while before I finally realized that I enjoy doing it with people more than I do by myself. Yeah, you know. And then once I got those people, now it's you know I, I want to keep them, and that's why I love, <laughs> I love don't the to keep them? <laughs> I keep them. And that's why I love doing if the right selection on his yes. hands. on his skin, or gets the hose again. So, and that's why I love the beast, because I have that group of people. Right. You know. Now it's just a matter of you know all of us need to get you know working together and
0: yeah,
2: just killing it. Yeah. I know. I mean, we all live right by each other, so I we need know. to start, like— Well,
0: now that I realize that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we need to, like, start, like, putting together, like, weekly runs or something where we just go and run, run, you know. That would be a lot of
0: fun.
2: Because, I mean, I figured out where from my front porch, I can go to the park across the street and the right trail to do to where you pretty much hit almost exactly a 5K. Okay. By hitting my front porch again. Okay. you like, it's actually, it's like you hit 3.1, like as you're coming back down my driveway. So it's a little over a 5k. Okay. But I figured out the course that pretty much gets you over a perfect 5k.
0: Yeah. So, because, because. We could do bucket carries. Yeah. We could do.
2: And, and I have up. buckets. In my house, I have buckets. I have an eight foot wall or seven foot wall. I have a rope climb. I have. Yeah, I
0: need to come Spears, over. Spears. <laughs> I really
2: need to go over. I've so, yet to nail a spear. <laughs> I'm, that's actually the one thing I'm really good at. I don't, that and the monkey bars. It's yeah. like And I had it, the the Washougal, I nailed it first throw. And I'm yeah. like, you know, and I looked at some guy, I'm like, for whatever reason, I'm a good spear checker, I don't know. And, and the guy's like, yeah, you know, whatever, and kind of made that like, you, you just got lucky. And I'm like, no. And I picked up another one, nailed it. He's like. How do you do that? I'm like throw it like it's a dart and just
0: I know, I did dig it in that there. Darts too.
2: I know, and he just you know went up there and did it again, and I almost did it, and I decided not to because I didn't want to jinx myself. I almost grabbed it with my left hand and tried throwing it that way.
0: And, <laughs> that would have just been a, in your face. <laughs> I'm good. i yeah. It's probably good you did it. <laughs> yeah. You know,
2: when I played darts, I used to like throw right-handed. Uh-huh. And then I would make bets to people like I bet you, you know, my ex actually was when I started it. Like I'll bet you twenty bucks you can be left-handed, and I would turn around and throw a better left-handed than I do right.
1: Oh my god!
2: I was born left-handed. I'm ambidextrous.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Oh man. Well, I think but we're like quite. We're almost at two hand. hours, so we
2: should probably we should probably cut this off. So thank we you could, everyone we for. We really
0: could keep talking forever.
2: We could. Thank Good. you, everyone, for going along on this crazy, wild ride with us. Yes. Um, we really have been drinking for hours, so if I'm this sober is, now. I am sober now <laughs> because I stopped drinking when we we started recording. But it was a crazy, wild ride. We did go all over the place, but
0: Good. it was meant to be about Hawaii. It we was. Touched on
2: it. We touched on. We talked about
0: I need to stop doing these non-race.
2: You weekends. do. Um, this is my second time. This has been a, a very troubling very learn uh, i learned a lot this weekend about myself you you get a lot of reflection yes on a weekend when we're sitting here thinking that we should be relaxing and sitting in epsom salts trying to make our legs work because we have to race again tomorrow after doing a beast yeah and the only thing we did endurance wise was we uh we we saw how good our liver could do today so um (laughs) There was no mountains, no nothing. I did get my steps in. I got 10,000 steps. But um, Yay. a lot of that was because I talked with my hands while we we're doing this. <laughs> we walked
0: from one bar to the next. And walking from
2: one bar to the next. <laughs> so my liver got an, an, an endurance event today. Oh,
0: God. But
2: um, it, it's not the race we wanted this weekend. We no. didn't get what we wanted this weekend. We did get relaxation that I think we both needed. Yes. Um and some downtime that we both needed, and some reflection that we both needed. Yes. And this race is going to make us better yes. going forward.
0: And there is there is next year. There is. There is next year. I want to commit to that, if Chris will let me.
2: <laughs> Chris will let you, considering I knew about you coming to this year before you did. Because Chris...
0: So now you're, you're, you you're know that I'm coming Yes, because Christmas. I'm
2: telling Chris that you're coming back this year. <laughs> you no, know, Chris actually, before... before she messaged me to make sure that I would be here to help Christina. Gotcha. Or, sorry, to help Serena. Christine asked me to, yeah, that I'd be here to help Serena. Right. Before she even
1: the flight booked the or flights anything. or
2: anything. She's like, What days are you going to be there and can you help Serena? And I'm like, Of course. Yeah. So, um, which is amazing. So. I, I, it's amazing that Chris actually trusts me enough for that. So that was, <laughs> of all people. Yeah, of all people, I'm not someone you should trust.
1: Me.
2: It's like when you look at me, I'm not, it's like, Ooh, who should I trust? I know, fat's for But, I mean, <laughs> it, it just, yeah. Let's
0: get rid of the crazy one.
2: Yes, let's give her the crazy one. So, um yes, thank you guys for listening. I know, I, and for those that have an issue, I do fat shame myself a lot um it, it's my method of trying to make myself not do this i when I lost the weight the last time I literally even when I was down to under 200 pounds the picture on my desk was me at 280 yeah and everyone asked why do you keep that picture there and they said because whenever I tell myself I'm not going to go work out today I look at that picture and said I'm not going to be that bad guy again yeah and that's what I'm when I fat shame myself, that's kind of what I do.
0: That's your vision board.
2: It's my vision board of saying, this is where I'm at and this is where I don't want to be. So I've had people kind of get a little upset with me because they say I fat shame myself too much. But that's my method and that's what works for me. So sorry. Not sorry.
1: sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah.
2: So thank you for listening. Like I said, we went on a wild tangent and it was a fun ride. It so, was So um, have a good evening and we'll see you later. Adios.
0: Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast brought to you by Beast OCR. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. You can find us on Facebook or at beastocr.com.